Hello, this is Brian Auten of Apologetics 315, and we are reading The Gospel in the Marketplace of Ideas, Paul's Mars Hill Experience for Our Pluralistic World by Paul Copan and Kenneth D. Litwock. This is Chapter 6, and I'm joined by co-author Paul Copan. Chapter 6 is entitled Paul's Audience. Paul, why is it important for us to think about the audience? And briefly, what sort of insight will the reader gain from Chapter 6? Well, it's important for us to think about our audience just as a missionary who is going cross-culturally will want to know the language of the people. He'll want to know the stories of this particular people he's trying to reach. He'll want to know their vocabulary. He'll want to know their religion and so forth. So it's important to, just from a, a very practical point of view, in our own day when we su- support missionaries, we want them to be well-schooled. We don't want them going to, across cultures uh, in, in ignorance and not understanding these dynamics. And we see the same sort of thing happening with Paul. Paul is someone who is actually very keenly uh, aware of what is going on in his own culture uh, and cross-culturally uh, in Athens. Uh, and so even though Paul is called a seed picker or a, a babbler, uh, you know, Paul is one who is actually portrayed as the wise one who actually is able to discern uh, what is happening in Athens and to uh, and to engage in what is this practice we call uh, Greek rhetoric. Uh, that Paul is one who who rather than letting the uh, idolatry that that is all around him get uh, get him agitated uh, and so yes he is angered when he sees this but when he is pr- actually speaking to the athenians we see paul using a good rhetorical strategy of complimenting the athenians you know i see that you are very religious uh, and paul uh, again connects them to the altar to the unknown god that is there and uses this as a springboard for the message that he is proclaiming paul uh, you know doesn't picket, uh, doesn't walk around with a placard saying, uh, turn or burn. Uh, Paul is one who actually engages in a very uh, gracious manner. Uh, and he's, he's, using the, his, he's using his mind and he's in, appealing to the intellect of his own audience. And so Paul is one who is engaging in cross-worldview communication. And so he's dealing, dealing with the gospel message in a very appropriate way, in a culturally con- sensitive uh, context. So Paul is actually a model for us to follow. Uh, Paul talks about views, the, you know, you know, in this chapter we talk about the Greco-Roman views of the afterlife. Uh, and so Paul then talks about the resurrection of Jesus. Paul is not afraid to speak about the truth of the resurrection, even if it might mean scoffing, people mocking, uh, because Paul is not one who is going to compromise. But yet Paul builds up to this point, and so he is uh, is is moving in a very systematic, logically coherent way uh, to build up to that point. And so Paul turns out to be a remarkable model for us as we try to reach the intellectual and social elite of our own day. Thanks, Paul, and thank you for listening. I hope you will read along with Apologetics 315.